Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, Poke Tower listeners and supporters? I am No Gimmicks, I'm with my brother Gengar Greasy. Yo! Yep, back with episode 23, guys. Thank you so much for the continued support, and uh, we look forward to it every week. We're about 50 minutes late because we were just talking about so much stuff behind the scenes. There's a, This is a very, very exciting episode. I think there's a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. Um, Apple listeners, you guys know what to do. We've already got tons of reviews. We had one one stinker leave us a, a one star. For, we had one lucky winner give us a one star yeah, review. Give us a one star. Probably, but hey, guys. He probably got it wrong and was like, hey, they're number one. Yeah. And just clicked the one star. That's probably what it was. All publicity is good yeah. publicity. <laughs> Either way, we appreciate the reviews. We're over one 30 star, now. Yeah. One star, two star, three star, four. We're also over 4,000 streams. That's big. That's, That's pretty really big, big for two guys that have zero following on social media. <laughs> That's a pretty That's right. big deal. Yep. So but This week, uh, a, lot of packed, a, lot of, a lot of information in this episode. A ton of it. We have um, some, some things East, to challenge. Some Easter eggs to talk about, I think, uh, in terms of Pokemon. We got some really cool cards to look at here in the top five, so stick around for that. Uh, underrated, overrated, as usual. One of the new segments, and then the highest Pokemon sale of the week, which is what we're going to get into next. I think this is going to surprise a lot of people. Yes, big sale. Let's get into it. I won the lotto this week. High roller. I went to Vegas. Hit the jackpot. Yeah, this is a big jackpot. <laughs> this was crazy. I didn't. Again, we're. This is this is the coolest thing about the highest Pokemon sale of the week. You would think it would just be Charizard week after week after week. That is oh, not but if the you case. Thought, you thought it this week. You were wrong. You're yeah. so wrong. Nobody saw this one coming. Nobody. This okay, is so surprise we, us. Did the, we did the Top Sun War Turtle. That was cool. Different little change up. You know, we right. saw the Lugia. We seen the Charizard. That's all good stuff. But today, <laughs> this no one no one called this one. This is. A $100,000, 100 sale. Not a best offer. A $100,000, 100 sale. Pokemon PSA 9, 1998 Kangaskhan Parent and Child Tournament Trophy Card. One of the grails of Pokemon. I didn't even know what this thing was. I mean, I was aware of what it was. I didn't know the history behind it, though, and what it took to get one of these. 100,000 for a Kangaskhan promo. In order to obtain one of these cards, the idea behind it was extremely, extremely cool. Really cool. Like, yeah. It makes perfect sense of why they called it what it is. Yeah. It's awesome. And and, and the, the card, like the Pokemon I picked for the card and the yeah. event, after you guys hear about really the details, cool. it all ties it together. I think this is like crazy. 100,000 bucks. I don't, we were talking about why would you sell it? That was what we were talking about before the show. Like why, who would, who would have sold this thing? But I think if anything... It was probably someone who lost touch a long time ago, let it go, and then someone who got their hands on it graded it, and yeah, now they're in the position to win. Or it could be someone who's deep in the hobby and got this card, you know, by by participating, and then uh, it was like, hey, it's time to part ways. It's time to pay the bills. Um, so here it is. This is from Bulbapedia. Uh, in Japan, this card was released through the Parent Child Mega Battle Tournament held in May of 1998. That's crazy. I was seven years old. Yeah, that is crazy. I had no idea this card existed back then. The price was awarded. The price, the prize was awarded to those parent and child teams who had reached a certain number of wins. This card is one of few promotional cards to feature the original Pocket Monsters trading card game logo as the set symbol. 
Oh, that's crazy. This symbol is usually reserved for only the rarest of Pokemon cards. Considered to be one of the holy grails of Pokemon, along with other early rarities. This guy is top tier. The top. We're talking about when we talk 100, about thousand. I mean, we talk about rare cards. This it beat is, out that first edition Lugia. This is this is a rare card. It's yeah. it's crazy. Like to think that there's everybody that, that oh this promo or that promo or this this is exclusive or that's limited. This is what this is true. Yeah, limited. This is true exclusive stuff. This, this is, is this real. Is a true promo. Yeah. This is this is what it does. And there's also a story behind it too. Yeah. It's something I try to tell, like guys, with Again. your collectibles, collectibles and stories belong together. That's what makes them so sought after. Yep. Is there a story behind it? Who's again? What's who's the character? What's the art? Why is it significant? Not just well, is it well, it was a limited release. That doesn't mean anything. Everything is limited if you think about it. Every Pokemon card is limited. Yep. They don't get printed forever. So that's that is a terrible excuse, and this is a true example of a promo card, trophy card. Um, I mean, you could have bought that Top Sun War Turtle and the Lugia for almost the same price of this one card in a nine. This is a PSA nine, by the way. The other two were tens. Yeah, I think that Pocket Monsters detail is actually really cool too. It's like one thing to not pass up. Super as, OG. Yeah, it's super super OG. I don't know. I think that's crazy. And the thing that's even crazier is that there was an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was into Pokemon in 1998. Took their kids. Which was like, was, hey, let's play. The only trading card games out um, around that time were baseball and like, well, like magic, know, magic, military. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like trading cards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Collectible cards. Yeah. And uh, for a parent, you know what I mean? That has a child that's old enough to play and also they're interested to play. It's like, that's crazy. That's cool. You know? Yeah. Insane. Um, really cool. So what does this mean for us? Not much. But maybe go check the market on Kangaskhan cards. Maybe maybe there's maybe there's a small a small spike because again, a lot of newbies. This is not to take advantage of people, but a lot of newbies will associate Kangaskhan with expensive. Now, we're not justifying that. We're just saying take a look at your Kangaskhan stuff. Maybe you actually have a good Kangaskhan. Maybe you have one listed. Yeah, under that's that's it's underpriced right now. Yep, and you're that outlier. It's not the same card, but what we're saying is a lot of people associate. Well, he's it's a Kangaskhan, so he must be rare, right? And that we know that has nothing to do with that. But um, take a look, or just take it for what it is. You know, I'm sure that not many of us will be able to attain this card. Yeah. So really cool. Um, and congrats to the person who got that one. Yeah, that's big, huge. All right, let's start our favorite game show of the week. All right, guys, it's time for underrated, overrated. You guys know what it is. It's two minutes on the clock. We have a bunch of topics that we're going to fire off at. Denny here, he is our participant for the week. He's in the hot chair. Um, we got some pretty good topics right here. Hopefully, we got some pretty good insight. Maybe not. We don't know. But uh, let's go ahead and start the clock. My name's Denny. Minutes. I'm a teacher, and I love my son. <laughs> <laughs> I right. hope I can win that vacation. All right, let's get two minutes going. All right, two minutes on the clock, and it starts now. Rainbow Chucky Pikachu. Overrated. MTG reserve list spikes. Pass. Gold cards. Underrated. They sell so well. There's a big market for it. A lot of people sell their gold cards raw. Not a good idea. Pokemon Legend cards. Underrated. Those are super nice, but what I've noticed is that there are a lot of them are beat up, so it might be one of those cards you just pay the premium to get already graded. Oracle cards. Underrated. Specifically Yu-Gi-Oh! The fake ones? Yeah. They look like the TV show? Amazing. Amazing. It looks great. 
You could probably make some serious displays out of those. And think about the Gengar card I got a few weeks ago. That's an Orca. Looks amazing. Venusaur Blastoise Battle Decks. Overrated. There's no reason. that, In terms of playability, it's not good. In terms of the decor, not good. Artwork, not good. People are selling these for 40, 50 bucks. You're crazy. Shiny Celebi. Underrated. We talk about Shiny Celebi, specifically the Shining Legends. Shining Celebi. He was like 30 bucks at one point. I don't even want to know what the prices are on him now. Super Saiyan 4. Super Saiyan 4. Underrated. It needs to get put back into canon. And, uh, yeah, I think I think what they do is maybe they let Goku have his uh, Ultra Instinct and Vegeta gets his uh, Super Saiyan 4. And that's how they kind of part ways as warriors. All right, guys. So we got 20 seconds left on the Woo! clock for today. That does it for all the underrated. I won. Overrated. Uh, I won. Yeah. What do I get? Like Charizard? Looks like Denny won this week. Yes. Let's get it. All right, guys. So we need more. We need more. Uh, we're out of content. We need more entries on the underrated, overrated segment of our Discord. We have finally caught up. Yep. We're approaching 100 members in the Discord, which is nuts. So if you haven't yet, please click the link in either my TikTok or my Instagram or even on one of my YouTube videos. We're sharing the Discord now. Click that link. You're in. You're in the Come club. join the community. Yeah, we're doing all kinds it's of community, we're, we're guys. Not, it's not a buy-sell group. No, what it is is it's a group of homies chilling, talking about cards, battling each other, trading cards, right? We're treating the hobby right. It's, not, it's, not, it's it's all that without all the ridiculousness. You know what I mean? Yep. Most of us, most of us in there are very professional. Yep. All about collecting. Love the hobby. Super have chill. Passion. Super chill. Dude, it's a lounge. It's a lounge. It's, it's a lounge. Come chill. So if you like the podcast, you will definitely like the community that we have in our Discord. Yes. Be a part of it. All right. Let's get into our next segment. <laughs> Digi-Destin, Digimon is popping off, guys, more so than I thought it was going to. And I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm not going to be like this guy that's like, oh, everyone's on the Digimon train? Where were you six months ago, huh? I'm not going to do that because it's it's amazing. And it's actually really cool. The, the Discord's been really fun. A lot of you guys are interested in playing the game. I downloaded the uh, tutorial myself so I can figure it out. But to be honest, I probably won't play the trading card game unless they make an app. Like, to actually play it. I don't want a tutorial. I want to actually play it. I mean, they already made the tutorial, so they have the interface to make it a game like Duel Links. And I'll be all in on that. Oh, all yeah. In on that. That'd be really cool. Um, I just, for some reason, the electronic game is, it's better. It doesn't take as long. You know what yeah, I mean? It's you, quick. you don't have to sit there and read effects to each other. It's all understood. Yeah. It's all given. So, really excited for Digimon. Last week, we talked about uh, Series 1. This week we're going back into 1.0, the the newest set of the of the year, um, because we got some decent gouge on prices right now, uh, and you know you can expect them to change as more people rip stuff because you know people are just barely getting sealed product like this week, you know some last week, um, but it's still you know just like a just like a Pokemon release, you know the first couple weeks are kind of you know whatever, um, and then it you really start to understand how the market's going once. Um, Everything levels out. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, me, I, I paid a premium for some of my cards. So I wanted to talk about like the top five, six cards and my buying strategies and my thoughts behind my buying strategies uh, for this newer stuff. Because you got a lot of you guys are asking like, hey, do I buy a box now or what? So 
got some news for you guys. I'll give you some news on that. Um, but number one, I think we all know this one, the Omnimon alternate art. So that's the chase of the set, which is insane because he's a super rare. He's not even a secret rare. I And I think Digimon did that on purpose. But uh, he's 144 bucks according to TCG Player, which is about right. Um, I, I'm seeing a move for like 200 on eBay. Um, I bought mine raw for 150 I bought it on auction. Um, it was like priced at like $100. There was like three bidders. And again, I was up at like four in the morning. And I just happened to get in. Someone tried to beat me out, and I got it for one fifty. Crazy, right? And I'm I'm good with one fifty because it is PSA ten ready. It's and that was something I want to talk about too. A lot of these Digimon cards have factory nicks. A lot of them, right out the box. There's nothing you can do about it. So it sucks for us as collectors. But on the other hand, it's also it's actually a good thing. That means there won't be a lot of tens. Like like you know your Charizard V Maxes. There won't be a lot of those where they're just perfectly printed and there's just nothing wrong with them. You're actually going to have to work for your PSA 10s, which means you have to get multiple quantities, which makes it fun for all of us. Like, I actually really like that. I like that cards don't come out of the pack perfect. That's our expectation if you're buying a product. But, I mean, you know, a little factory nick here and there, the quality control. That's why, as, as much as I hate to say it, Evolutions is popular in that aspect. Because if you can get a 10, you do have some value. It's just really hard. I mean, it's like a 3 4% chance that that happens. I don't want it to be that bad for for Digimon, but I do like the fact that you're going to have to work for some 10s. You can't just buy them all and grade them all. It just doesn't work like that, at least from what I'm seeing. Um, and there's not a lot. So people were saying, well, what's the pull rate on this Omnimon? Not a lot. The last time we talked on the Discord, I saw eight active listings for the Omnimon alternate art. And I told you guys, it's either because everyone and their mom is grading this guy and they're not selling right now, or he's really that hard to pull. And from what I'm hearing... You know, in a booster box, you're only going to get one or two secret rares per box. Um, and again, you know, he's a super rare alternate. And I'm guessing, so if you don't get a secret rare, you may get a super rare alternate. But there's like a handful of alternates. So to say that you're even getting the Omnimon, it seems like the pull rates are very similar to Dragon Ball Super. Very similar. Like it's actually hard to get good cards. And same with Yu-Gi-Oh, which we really enjoy. I think that's what makes it fun for us. Um these aren't, you know, easy. You're not going to find a million of them on eBay. Um, Bezelmon is number two on the list. Bezelmon alternate art, 82 bucks. And the reason I'm using TCG players because it was a, you can just basically type in a Digimon 1.0 price guide and then you can organize by highest price. So that was, it's a lot easier for me to go to one spot instead of trying to go through eBay and figure this out. Um, Bezelmon's pretty cool. We had a couple Bezelmon, Bezelmon fans in the, uh, Discord. I'm not a huge fan. Just honestly, I don't really remember him. Um, so I'm watching Digimon right now to kind of catch up. Uh, but 82 bucks, and I think. Oh, what do I want to say about these cards? I think there's two ways this goes, guys. This is about as low as these prices get, or we see the typical like Pokemon trend where they're high the first two three weeks, then they're gonna have a small dip, and then once that small dip of like people undercutting the market dries up. They kind of correct and they go right back up. So there, there may be opportunity here in the next few weeks to get it, you know, 25, 30, 40% cheaper. Um, but after that, you know, I think you could probably, these are probably normal prices. And the reason I say that is because 1.0 has actually been out for a minute. Like people had boxes last year. They were opening them. They were selling their Omnimon. Like that's what I was telling you guys in the discord. Um, that $200 price point, 
for Omnimon, I don't see it going away because it's been supported time and time again. Like there, it's not like on when Pokemon release day, you see four or five sales of a $500 Charizard and then, then someone sells it for 400 and then it's a race to the bottom. You saw that a lot with the VMAX Charizards. With this card, it's been selling for 180 plus time and time again for like the last few months. So it's been heavily supported like in stocks. When a price point is supported, it usually sticks. So the Digimon kind of has that going for them, which they were actually really smart in doing that <laughs> to put that little tester out there. It's like, hey, let's see how this, let's see how they do on this. Um, or maybe they go crazy and like in the 1.5 drop, you say, okay, we give you a super rare alternate Omnimon. We test the water, see if he's still hot, he's still popular, see if he's still, you know, people still like him. 1.5, we drop a secret rare Omnimon. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. But then you would have the first Omnimon, it being the alternate and being the super rare yeah. from 1.0. So again, not a bad idea. I yeah. think on any of these cards, I think on any of them, because really, I think Digimon can kind of go anywhere. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. More of these cards that are on here, they're they're uh, like classic cards. Yeah, that Digimon could definitely take different routes. You know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of rarities or alternate arts or whatever, mm-hmm. they have a lot of wiggle room. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing is, it seems like these cards are being kind of like respected for the artwork that's on them, right? Because a lot of these are alternate arts. A lot of these are super rares, but if you look at the cards, you can kind of see why certain ones are more popular than others. Um, and we're not even talking about the competitive meta yet. This is just strictly from a collector standpoint. Like I think people are like, wow, I like this one more than I like this one. And I like this one more than I like this one. And that's what's justifying these prices. It's really interesting. Digimon is really interesting. I feel um, like I feel like Digimon hasn't hit the uh, the resale market yet. You know what I mean? Or like the, the scalper market quite yet. No, like not, not like not, Pokemon, yeah. They're not, they're not quite hip to it yet. So I feel like most people who are in the Digimon market, they're probably Digimon fans, you know what I mean? And they are dictating, like, okay, these these are more reminiscent of the old artwork, or you know, this is more reminiscent yeah. of well, actually I how I sealed, view a picture of you know, Omnimon. The sealed actual, stuff, there were there are scalpers in it. Like, no, definitely, but I'm saying yeah. like... These cards, pri- yeah. these cards are probably the priced for the alternate arts, and then why we see different prices for yeah. alternate arts and super rares and secret rares is because I think these are actual... You know, fans of the show yeah. set a price point. Said, "Hey, yeah, and even though this is a secret rare, you know, Omnimon, I I like the alternate way better." You know, yeah, it's it's really weird. It's really weird how it's working, but um, I'm seeing trends that I think you guys will understand here in a little bit. So next one's a Lilith Lilithmon alternate art, sixty nine bucks. Um, and if you guys are asking, like, what do you think about these prices? I think they're, I think they're fair. Like, I would totally go with the TCG player price and try and send those offers to someone on eBay. If you shop on eBay, um, just look at the pictures, scout it out. I think, I think you're better off paying. Even if, the, let's say this is overpriced, let's say it's 15 percent overpriced, and these cards go down. Let's say an Omnimon is only worth one twenty here in a few weeks. I think the same way with Pokemon. Your best bet, if you're trying to get hot cards to grade, is probably to buy them when they're fresh out the box. The more weeks that go by, the more days that go by, you're just asking for someone to damage that card while it's sitting, you know, somewhere where they're trying to sell it. Um, So you are paying a premium. You're paying a premium because you're first to the market. You're also paying a premium because this is probably the best condition that card's going to be in. Granted, the person's not taking care of it, you know, on the other end. Um, And for me... I will totally pay $150 for a PSA 10 ready Omnimon. I'll pay 80 bucks for a PSA 10 ready Bezelmon. Even if it's not worth that. They're like, you know, that's a $60 card, by the way, right? It's like, you pay, you overpaid 20 bucks. It's like, 
I don't care about that 20 bucks because I got one that's locked in value. You know what I mean? That P yeah. I'm going to get a 10. Right. Um, and, uh, I just don't sweat, you know, now if Omnimon ends up being like $40, then yeah, I, I forexed the price of mine. Um, but I just don't see him. I, I just think there's too much support at that price point. I've seen, te- I've seen too many sales at 180 plus. So if you can find one for 150, I think you're doing great. I know I keep going back to Omnimon, but that's just um, these other cards. You know, you can apply it to any of them. The next one is the Omnimon Super Rare. It's not the alternate art. This one goes for seventy-two bucks. Um, this one I'm seeing a lot more of. There's a lot more listings on eBay of this card, which is a good sign that if you have the alternate, you actually have a decent chase card. Um, I think that's fair. Seventy-two bucks. You know, like when you look at Pokemon, that you know these are. There's always a handful of cards that are priced like this. So I think it's totally fine. And I think the thing that Digimon has working for it is there's less supply. I think Digimon doesn't care about... It seems like they're aimed towards servicing the players. I mean, they made a app to play the game. So it seems like they are like targeting competitive play. Which is cool. They also made like three or four starter decks. Pokemon doesn't do that for us. Pokemon's like, hey, we want you all to have it. We want everyone to have fun. We'll print everything. Everyone's going to win. You get a box. You get a box. Digimon's just like, if it's out, it's out. That's what. That's like the vibes I'm getting from it. Um, which sucks because scalpers, you know, they can camp at four in the morning at Walmart. We can't. But um, that's why we play the singles game. And I think the singles game is, is good right now. From, from my observation... I think it's good to pay decent money for a PSA 10 ready and just snipe them out. I think it's good because because Digimon is way smaller than Pokemon. As amplified as it seems, everyone's getting on Digimon. This is crazy. It's still nothing compared to Pokemon. Yeah, it's a new it's a new hot release mm-hmm. right now. You know, and, and they came out swinging. Exactly, they came out swinging. Came out with some pretty hot cards. You know what I mean? They were highly relatable to like DBZ cards, which also you know. People got, love got the popularity artwork, and yeah. people love the the artwork and everything. The quality on it. of the cards is like they're doing a great job. They exactly. definitely did a good job for first impression. Oh but no, the, yeah, yeah. The they, fact that they came out with an app and uh, all this playability and all these starter decks, it tells me that this is aimed towards more like competitive players. And what what Digimon wants to do, you know, there it's not about letting everyone collect the full set. We don't care if you have a master set. We're going to keep making expansions to build your decks and expansions of this expansions of that it's more tcg related and you see this with dragon ball as well dragon ball dropped in like 2018 and we looked it up on wikipedia there are tons of sets since 2018 because it's all about expansions we put out this legendary deck now we've added 50 more cards to boost that and then like six months later we added 50 more cards it's the meta is constantly evolving um very much like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh's in a sweet spot, though, but I'm seeing it. I'm seeing that. It's like, dang, this is, like, super competitive. And everyone that I'm... Not everyone. A, a good handful of the people that I'm observing, they're talking about playing the game, um, which is cool. It's super cool. Um, so let's keep moving on. I'm blabbling right now. But Piedmon, the alternate art, uh, 51 bucks. i totally pay that. I totally would. Um, and then the War Greymon alternate art, I, I bought that one. Unfortunately, mine has a nick on it. It wasn't in the picture. I should have got my money back, but I'm not like that. Um, but I paid $40 for mine. So not not bad, um, but not good because I'm going to get a nine. Um, 
yeah, War Grame on Alternart, and that's the one that everyone wants. It's really nice. Um, I think that's fair. You know, I don't know how to any other way to say it. Like, I think uh, if you can't find sealed stuff, you start sniping these singles out because I have a feeling Digimon will not reprint this stuff. And so I bet you some cards will be reprinted in new sets, but it won't be like, hey, we're making 1.0 again so that everyone can have a fair share. They'll just make small print runs here and there, and you'll see these small you know, spikes in supply, but after that, it's just gone. Uh, and the reason, the reason I say that is because me and Devin looked at Dragon Ball Super, made from the same company, Bandai. Dragon Ball Super prints a new set, and then they're on to the next. Um, think about Vermilion Bloodline. Vermilion Bloodline was crazy abundant yep. about four months ago. Now you can't find it, and the boxes are already skyrocketing. And it's not like Dragon Ball Super is concerned with reprinting it. They're like, no, we're on to Vicious Rejuvenation. Yeah, just one, Go right, buy one that. after another, one after yeah, another. Yeah, they're just pumping new cards, constant. Um, and I think that's why, I think that's the difference between Pokemon. Like people say, well, why wouldn't I pay a premium for a Pokemon card? It's like, well, because that might get reprinted. That might That actually might get reprinted, and it's dangerous. We're in like rough waters with Pokemon right now. It's good that everyone's going to have product. But in terms of like having rare cards and collectible cards, it's not it's not the move. Um, it's not the move. So Digimon and Dragon Ball Super, like we talked about, I think they're in a good spot because the company just seems to want to expand. That's it. Yeah, they're they're really good alternatives um, to this like crazy uproar and upscale that we have in Pokemon right now until everything mm-hmm. levels back out. So everything levels back out, and we kind of figure out the direction that Pokemon's taking with all the like. New people coming into the hobby, all the, you know, uh, scalpers and resellers and everyone not getting product and buying up stuff and camping, you know, Pokemon trying to come up with a solution. Once all that stuff levels out and we can get back to like regular prices on things, we can figure out what's getting reprinted. You know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. not so much hidden stuff, so much things going on in the background and we can kind of get a good idea of how, you know, the rest of the year is going to plan out. More transparency from Pokemon. Right now, it seems like they're, they're keeping everything under wraps, you know, Mm -hmm. and they, they send out these subliminal messages that you're like, well, what, what can we expect? Like. You guys said reprints, but you didn't say of what or when or yeah, you know. So uh, these are like these are great alternatives. This is like and one of the biggest ones. So one of the most successful sets in Dragon Ball Super was Tournament of Power. It was dropped in 2018. A booster box of that goes for over seven thousand dollars sealed now. From 2018. 2018. That is less than three years because it was yeah. fall of 2018. Less than three years, it appreciated. From what I think a booster box is like 50, 60 bucks, maybe 70 to over 7,000 bucks now. You can't touch that. Yeah. Um, and that was one of Dragon Ball's first like super successful sets that put it on the map. I see the same comparison with Digimon 1.0. This thing is doing better than everyone anyone could have thought. Distributors are like, dude, we had no idea that anyone wanted this. We would have bought more if you told us. And now we can't because it's gone. Like... It's one of those sleeper sets, and you may not see this. With 1.5, they may print it to the ground because they're like, oh, we had no idea. We didn't anticipate this kind of supply. So 1.0 might be like the grail set because it was like, yeah, we, we just weren't ready for the market. We well, only we'll, made so much, and now we're, we're done. I mean, we'll find out very, very soon Yeah, um, because they've always, we already talked about the uh, special, special release that they did uh, late last year in 2020 for the 1.0 stuff, mm-hmm. the special release stuff. And then um, we have 1.0 that's already hitting stores and stuff now. And then they're already talking about 1.5. There's pre-orders for 
like our, mm-hmm. like mom you know what i mean yeah. she told us like about our mom's the trying to, is, is getting 1.5 or should be trying yeah, to get it trying to get it so we'll be able to see like okay after 1.5 gets printed which is pretty pretty close pretty close i think it's like mm-hmm. in march maybe i think the pre-order start in march maybe i think Something like that I think yeah. so don't quote me but after after you see that then we'll see like hey are they going to reprint 1.0 again and yeah. if they don't you're really gonna hit some like, and it and it could be it could be the same thing like Pokemon does. Pokemon would be like, yeah, we're reprinting 1.0, but only in loose packs, no booster boxes. Yeah, they do stuff like that, or they say, no, we are doing booster boxes, no more loose packs. Yeah, because the blisters cost too much to print. We, or, we make more money selling boxes. Or 1.0, 1.0 is 1.0, 1.5 is unlimited. You know, mm-hmm. with with more cards, it has all the same cards from 1.0. Yeah, but the ones that is, the copies from 1.0. Are unlimited, you know, yeah, and all the new ones, you know, and they could do that. that they, they could add as expansions, you know. Yeah. They could like, do that. And one point five, they could totally reprint Omnimon SR, the super rare mm-hmm. that's going for seventy right now. But it, it would be, have a set of one point five instead of one point yeah. Really, it's could go anywhere. It's very it's, exciting stuff. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. And um, last thing I want to talk about, you guys were like hit me like greasy. You buying you buying sealed product? You doing anything with Digimon? And I told you guys I sniped out my Omnimon. We're going to get a 10. If it's the last thing I do, we're going to get a 10. We sniped out a War Greymon. Really upset about that, Nick. But there's nothing I can do about it. That was That's my fault. I should have checked even more. Um, but I will tell you this. So we were watching Digimon since last fall when our dad was pre-ordering stuff. And you guys were asking us in the live stream, hey, Digimon, Digimon, Digimon. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I want to go vintage. If I go Digimon, I'm going vintage. And we'll see how the new stuff goes. But I watched those prices of 1.0 start at 90 bucks on eBay. They went from 90 to 120 to 140 to now almost over $200 a box. So today, this morning, four in the morning, <laughs> I was on eBay. I sniped out four sealed boxes of 1.0 for 160 bucks each. It's on the lower end right now. Um, the next cheapest option right now is about 175. So I got what I wanted. I got four boxes. Um, Three from one seller, one from another seller. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably rip one, and I'll probably keep the other one sealed if I can. I'll try. Try my best. But um, I for some, I got this weird thing where I'm, I'm, really, I'm doing really well at not opening my Digimon. I don't understand. Maybe I found my, my, my calling in sealed collections. I don't know. But I'm going to rip one for sure. So we got to rip one. Um, I don't know what we'll do with that, but we'll rip a booster box. Um, and then I'll probably just keep three sealed. Um, and I, I think we're going to see very similar, like Dragon Ball Super style type stuff. I just, I do. And I told you guys I wasn't going to buy anything unless the opportunity presented itself. Well, you know, d- doing analysis and thinking about this stuff, I said, okay, I've seen the price of 90, 110, or 120, 140, almost $200 now. It's gone up. It's gone up. And it could totally plateau at 200 and just stay there forever. And, you know, that's fine. That's totally fine with me. But I actually like Digimon. Um, I want to keep these boxes as long as I can. Um, but the idea, once I started, you know, I looked at Bandai as a company. And it's like, how is their stuff doing? And it's doing really well. We, we pulled up every older um, Dragon Ball Super set and we saw how they aged. I think there was only like one flop. And even then, it's still appreciated. Yeah. So, to me... It just makes sense. It's like, you know what? 160 is high, right? When you could have bought... Greasy could have bought these freaking boxes for like 80 bucks a pop. You know, I could have got a whole case of 12 boxes for probably like 600. 
uh, seven hundo. I could have just done it and you know ripped the bandaid off, but I was being you know I was being cautious. I was like, let me go vintage. Um, but then I just thought about it and I looked at the stats and I said, this is the right thing to do. So we went and bought four boxes and I, I was trying to get more. I wanted to get a case, but a case is going for like seventeen hundo right now, and that's something I'm not willing to do. But that would put me at about one forty a box if I did that. So that's actually the better move. Um, so I guess if you guys have two thousand bucks, buy a case of one point I don't think you lose. I, and I think in as soon as like three years, in as soon as two or three years, you're going to see big returns on that if that's what you wish to do. So that was what I want to share. Lots of 1.0 stuff. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. Good, a lot of good Digimon news. Devin says he might want to buy a box too. Or two. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely interested in Digimon. I'm more into Yu-Gi-Oh. Definitely Yu-Gi-Oh is, is my calling. I have figured it out. Yu-Gi-Oh is my calling. That's the, that's the thing that I love more more than anything. Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, but Digimon, the reason why I like Digimon so much is because I like the fact that the cards are almost kind of like, like Dragon Ball Z where the, it's almost like the, the fans, like the, the true fans, you know what I mean? Like the true people who collect are picking, are picking the... What's rare. Yeah, what's rare. Bandai's not telling you what's rare. Exactly, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, and it's not like just like the Charizard, like just because these are the first three and just milking really us, cool yeah. ones. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like like Bezelmon at $82, like that's that's great. War Greymon's another alternative. You have Omimon, you know what I mean? Even Lilithmon's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, any any po- Piedmon, all, all Pokemon, Digimon on here, they're all cool. In their own way, yeah. And there's in like huge fans behind any of these cards. Exactly. And and I was happy to see Puppetmon is there. I like I like how Bandai treats their cards in, in terms of Dragon Ball. Quality. The quality, the art, and I like the uh the type of I don't know, like the the atmosphere for Digimon. Like like I said, the the collectors and the fans they get to they get to pick what is rare what is what is sought yeah. after you yeah know? because if, if if they had it their way the secret rare bezelmon should be the chase yeah any because any, it's a secret rare, yeah, secret so rare. This and that and the other exactly. it's like no we're gonna choose this alternate art omnimon as right. the chase yeah we did that and you can even you can even see that with um the old vintage digimon cards too you know yep. what i mean like there's some cards that you're like wow that's pretty expensive and that card's like you know whatever yeah like, like puppetmon yeah, Pokemon's expensive one. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Yeah, um, I like really, Digimon, so I'm 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 slowly but surely getting into Digimon. But I want to I want to secure my Yu Gi Oh collection. Yu Gi Oh, yeah. And don't guys, I love Pokemon, but the the truth is, and I you guys hear me on the Discord all the time. My tone has been, I am not playing this game. I am not going to play. Right, we're not we're not we're this not buying rat into race. It. Yeah. yeah, we're not we're not buying into the rat race. I'm right not now. going to Walmart and catching restocks. It's too much hype. I'm not going to Target catching restocks. I will not join the rat race. I will collect at a high level, and when Pokemon decides to be a good child again, I will give it some attention. That's just how the game is. I'm a collector, a collector, not a Pokemon. But this doesn't mean we're not sniping. We're not sniping cards. Oh yeah, if the opportunity presents itself. Yeah. Always. Hundred percent. Always, but I'm just so excited for this new stuff that we get to talk about yeah, because it's, it's just really hard. refreshing. It's, it's hard. It's hard to send like sets your way for Pokemon because it doesn't. If it's a new set, it's gonna be hard for you guys to even get it. Yeah. It's gonna be hard for anyone to secure any product. Yeah. anything we'll sealed, sound anything like jerks. New. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna be telling you stuff that you guys can't even get. You guys gonna be window shopping. You'd be like, yeah, that's cool, but that Battle Styles booster box you're talking about that just came out a week ago is two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? So we just really want to give you guys alternatives to these this collecting that it might spark and this something is who we are this is what we, we like who we are yeah it's what yeah. we like like 
I I like you and I kept it in under wraps for a long, long time. And, and Danny's been watching Digimon, and, and we've been talking about Digimon since last fall. Mm-hmm. We keep a lot of this stuff under wraps, and uh, I think it's about time that Heck we just yeah. share all of our knowledge with you guys because Pokemon is and you guys like it all too. over yeah. the place. You Pokemon guys are fired up on Digimon in the Discord at least. In our and Discord, I feel, like, I feel like a lot of our podcasters are getting are getting the idea around Pokemon. They see it too. Yeah. You know what I mean, because on our Discord, game. on our Discord, a lot of you guys are buying other stuff. Yeah. Other Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, we're seeing Fortnite stuff. cards. We're yeah. seeing sports cards. We're seeing everything, and that's cool because that is the collecting hobby that yeah, like transcends Pokemon. Right. You guys said that. Okay, this was something that I could I could monetize. I can you know I can make money from. It's a hobby. It's a passion. I like it. Pokemon, right? But then when the prices get way too up there, that it you, shows that, that you, you guys are even, smart too. Yeah, that you can't even break even yeah. after grading some of these cards. It's very smart. So yeah. then maybe you're like, okay, I can't break even even if I buy a box for the two hundred fifty dollars. The chase card in there, even if I pulled it, only sells for one seventy. Yeah, in a ten, you know, that's how like these prices are going, and that's ridiculous. That is that is a losing game. Mm-hmm. That's like you're losing money. Yeah, hundred percent every mm-hmm. time, and like we can't we can't sit here and keep giving you guys that stuff. So that's why we give you guys we like to collect alternative Digimon and lock in value. Yeah, we give you guys Digimon, Yu Gi Oh, some Dragon Ball Z, and the cool thing is that we give you the sweet. Pokemon cards, like the yeah. ones that no one's looking at, the ones that you guys actually pick up for fair prices that are going to hold value. You know, yeah. that's where we at. We're, that's where we're at with Pokemon. Yeah, we, we 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 need we need to only collect the ones that are like valuable, the ones that we like. You know what I mean? Yeah, and not not chase the hype because that's that's where the hype is going to get us. We're all. getting conditioned to Pokemon is conditioning us to hype. Yep, they're like, hey, if we're if we're posting about it, it's going to buy it. Sick, yeah. Yeah. right? It it's like a, it's like a weird conditioning. And people are like, "Oh, dude, bittersweet all, time." Yeah. All these scalpers, it's gonna happen. Oh well, it's gonna happen. I guess I'll just pay two hundred fifty for the brand new booster yeah. box. Everyone's getting conditioned, and that's not what we want from you guys. We don't mm-hmm. want to, we don't want to throw that to you guys and let you guys get brainwashed into this this. I tell you money what, look, pit. Guys, money, money, money pit. So, what is that? Hold on, let's let's do the math. Doesn't uh, doesn't mean let's do the math. One sixty times four. Okay, I spent I spent six hundred forty dollars today. On Digimon booster boxes, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. I would not spend 640 bucks on sealed Shining Fates product. Would not do it. Not in our current market. And not not with not with with Pokemon's current like tweets and their news that they put yeah. out and 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 things that are, are talked about by uh, distributors and stuff like that. The the news that goes on in in, in the background. It's like. It's it's just hard. It's really it's really really hard to put out that info to you guys because there's just they're milking so, us. It's so it's so unobtainable sometimes. Yeah. You know? Like we would basically be selling you guys a money pit. Yeah. So instead of selling you guys a money pit, we'd rather give you alternative options and give you the Pokemon cards that are sick, that are that are collectible, that have value, still have value. Oh and yeah. We'll we got some it. stuff in the top five because, like we said, the modern cards we don't know. Shiny Fates they may print all the way till 2023. We don't know till the next anniversary. Yeah. Who That'd knows? That'd be crazy. All right. That like was a huge. <laughs> that was. I a feel huge... like that need to go out there. It's a big PSA for all of our podcast listeners. Yeah. I feel like we need to reach out, Being touch you guys, you guys a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be real. You know, like being real with you guys. We are not lying. I yep. put six hundred and forty dollars to Digimon because I believe it is going to outpace Pokemon, and it's in our current times. Yeah, and we're not we're not pushing this stuff for it's content. It's because I like it. Yeah. yeah, we're not pushing this stuff for content or for I have more watched, time or right, whatever right, right. it is for ideas. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what, but. But people think out there on the internet about content creators or whatever. Yeah. But we're not doing that for that. We're literally doing it because we're like, hey, these have been in our back pocket, kind of like our guilty pleasures on the side mm-hmm. that we didn't really tell anybody about. But then we saw how, you know, 
weird the Pokemon industry, the Pokemon market was getting. We're like, hey, we gotta we gotta reach out to gotta, our, our listeners pivot. and yeah. our and our our podcast supporters and tell them, hey, we understand that the Pokemon marketplace is like really it's rough trash right now. Right now, yeah, it's rough. It's a train wreck. It's a rat race. Everything is everything is crashing into each other. But guess yeah. what? Here's here's our guilty pleasures that we do off to the side 100%, that yeah. are still extremely lucrative and will bring back tons of nostalgia. And I have watched way more Digimon anime than I have Pokemon anime. Like I mean, I've put in hours of Digimon anime, and I've done the same for Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, we watched. Well, I'm on season two, just eating it up right now for Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. Um. So, like deep down, that's just what I really like, and uh, that's what we're going to continue to push. So, hold on a second. Let me see what we got here. All right. I think that's it. We're going into the next segment here. Um, where are we at? Heart of the cards, baby. Oh, Let's heart go. of the cards. Let's go. All right, guys. It's heart of the cards. Uh, this is going to be like one of my favorite segments, just because I am all about Yu-Gi-Oh. I love the nostalgia. I love. We've been dueling so hard too. Yeah, it's like it's like the uh, the Discord and all the dueling stuff um, is really like making me like man. I wonder, I wonder what kind of Yu-Gi-Oh cards I actually get, like, in my hand that I have on Duel Links, you know? Like, can I get a whole deck that I have on Duel Links, maybe? You know? That'd be cool. I don't know. But anyways, guys, Heart of the Cards, what we have today is Metal Raiders. So if you don't know about Metal Raiders, it was the second set released for Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, first edition was uh, in 2002, and then an unlimited version came, I believe, like, in 2004 or 10, but don't quote me. I can't remember the number. But they are viable alternatives. You can still find them. Um... For decent prices. Decent. We'll talk about this in a little bit. The whole set consists of 144 cards, 2 secret rare, 10 ultra rare, 10 super rare, 22 rare, and 100 common. The prices for a booster box first edition, the last sold, was $7,434. Holy. So that's a lot of money. That's um, not bad for first edition, though. It looks like the ones, though, that are, the ones that are listed now are going for about 10 to 12. Oh. So it looks like someone probably sniped that one going out. Up, yeah. Um, that guy won. But... The booster packs, a first edition booster pack, last sold for $600. That's just one. Um, there's a lot of Portuguese and Spanish ones out there, so be careful if you're looking for a first edition sealed. Um, you might get it in a different language if you're not careful. The unlimited packs, like I said, uh, retail, you can find them at um, Target and Walmart uh, for about $78. Um, they come in like a third-party distributor like package. Um, they look like the mystery box kind of uh, Pokemon, like, like the mystery box Pokemon cards. Um, they kind of look like that. And then you can also find them online on just about anywhere, Mercari, OfferUp, eBay, any resale place um, for about 15 to 25 Now, if they're going 7 to 8 in the store, I would say 15 would be fair because obviously you're not, you're, it's going to be very, very hard to find these in the store. If you've got a good store or somewhere you can find them for cheaper, that's great. Always go retail, always go the cheaper route, but um, I wouldn't pay 25 for... These are also legacy packs, guys. So legacy packs have the Konami like banner logo at the top. They don't have a square logo. Um, we were talking about this. Yeah. What the difference is? So there actually is a slight difference in the cards too. I looked this up. It's pretty crazy, but like, um, especially in LOB. But like a, a legacy pack LOB red eyes black dragon. Believe it or not, if you pull a red eyes black dragon. That's from a legacy pack, which is basically could be a 2014 or 2017 reprint. The red eyes, like the E in red eyes, is actually smaller than the original print. So that's how you'd be able to tell if you have a 
legacy red eyes or a square label red eyes. Now, it doesn't mean much for collectors like on our level, but there are people that know that and they won't pay the same price even if it's a PSA 10. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, same thing with like uh, Dark Magician. If you look at his like his name, where it says like you know the the ultimate magician in terms of blah blah blah, yeah, whatever it says, it's like if the word ultimate doesn't line up underneath magician a certain way, that's how they know it's from 2017. It's crazy, really yeah. crazy stuff. But so if you see legacy packs, you should be paying about you know anywhere from seven to like fifteen bucks for. Yeah, uh, if you, if it's a square logo, you those get upwards of like forty plus really fast. Yes. So that's and, and they're they're pretty hard to find. Yeah, and not wait out too. Yeah. So moving on here, the hits from this set. I know you guys all want to hear them. You guys are all interested, and you guys. I know a lot of you guys are going to remember these. These are bangers. But best uh, set, Gate Guardian, Secret Rare. Um, I'm not going. We're not going to talk about prices. We're not going to talk about values because these are all just cards that one are going to be really hard to find or really expensive because these are very sought after, very popular cards. Like they're banger cards. Um, yes. Gate Guardian, every other card that is associated with it, those are all hits. Um, so we're talking, uh, I don't Kuz- know. Kazajin. Kazajin. Um, Suijin, I think. Right? Yeah. And. I can't remember the other one. Right, Rai, Raijin or. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. But um, all those cards that are related to Gate Guardian, those are all very uh, sought after. We have Summon Skull, the OG. The I champ. got mine. <laughs> Ultra mm-hmm. Rare. He, he comes in ultra rare, so that's the gold writing with the hollow artwork. Um, he looks awesome. He's just an OG. Um, and then Barrel Dragon, super cool card. Um, there wasn't the cool thing about this is that there wasn't very many effect monsters that were um, associated with LOB. There mm. wasn't a lot. Right, but they were just this, standard powerhouse yeah. monsters. Yeah, yeah. In this set, they had a lot of effect monsters and and. Um, non-effect fusion monsters mm. so that's what this set was kind of known for and that's what they opened up the meta to but barrel dragon super cool card it was in it was in the tv shows in the cartoon you guys Bandy know about Keith. that barrel dragon sick <laughs> super sick you guys in the discord <laughs> love barrel dragon yeah um next card up this one right here this is like Yu-Gi-Oh. this is like one of Yu-Gi-Oh staples besides blue eyes he's this a, card has been around for a very long time he's a guys, grail in his own way if you guys do your research you guys will find some pretty unique some pretty cool cards related to this one right here Black Skull Dragon. Ultra rare. He's a fusion monster. Between Summon Skull and Red Eyes. Look him up. Super cool card. Can and you imagine how cool that was to summon him back in the day if you were dueling? Because you, yeah. you opened LOB. He was stronger you get than your Blue Eyes. Eyes. Yeah, but I mean, you open your LOB, you pull a Red Eyes, like, oh, this is awesome. And then they do a new expansion, and they're like, wait, I got a Summon Skull. Oh, crap, I can fuse these guys. And, like, imagine the feeling of summoning that when you're playing your friends. Right. That's nuts, and I think I think at that time he might have been the strongest. Thirty two hundred right, attack, I powerhouse. I think yeah. so. I think that might be the strongest card at that when it when it released. That was probably the strongest card. Um, next one up, this one's a classic. Thousand Dragon, Secret Rare. So right there, those are the two hits. Secret Rares, obviously, um, they're going to be on. The, they're going to be in the hits. Time Wizard, this guy, sick effect monster. You need him for the Thousand Dragon. I was uh, trying to get a PSA summon. nine for the longest time. Is expensive. But Time Wizard, an ultra rare, super sick. Either he's a unlimited or first edition um, from a square Konami pack, whatever it is. All these cards are bangers. They're all sick, um, especially Black Skull Dragon. I really recommend looking him up for some very, very throwback, vintage-looking cards. Yeah, these are awesome. And uh, that just about does it for Metal Raiders. Um, if you guys are interested, 
That answers the question because you guys always ask in Discord, what set should I be looking at? Metal Raiders, one of the classics. We're talking like base set equivalents, right? Like LOB, MRD. That's what you should be looking at if you are into the old nostalgic stuff, right? If you don't have if you don't have much uh, much knowledge about Yu-Gi-Oh, you only know about the the, the old stuff Yu-Gi-Oh you grew cards, up with. Yeah, that's what you're going to be passionate about. That's what you're going to like. That's what's going to bring you back into it. So mm-hmm. go out there and buy some retail packs of unlimited, yep. um, unlimited MRD or LOB or Feral Servant or whatever is out there. Go buy it, open them up because I'm pretty sure once you see those cards, you'll be like, "Wow, these are the exact same ones I saw on a TV show or when I was a kid." And they're going to bring back some serious nostalgia. Crazy stuff. I like it a lot. Yep. Nice. Metal Good Raiders. Segment. Metal Raiders, get on it. It's a Devacore segment. You guys know what you're here for. You're here for all the sleepers, all the lookouts, all the cards that people aren't talking about, the ones that you're going to get on a budget, and that the ones that you're going to scale up and make that money to buy the cards that you guys really, really want. But of course, we always have the bangers here on the Devacore. First one up is Rayquaza, 13 out of 113 from EX Delta Species. You can find them raw for about 20 to $80. And honestly, there is multiple versions of it. There is um, a reverse hollow. Um, there's one that's a stamp. There's hollow. There's all kinds of versions of it. Uh, if you go look up the reverse hollow and the stamp, go pick one up for twenty to eighty because Rayquaza cards that look like this don't stay at this price point for long. They don't. Once once somebody catches wind of it, and there's a PSA sell out there because I couldn't find one for a nine or a ten. Once there's a PSA sell out there, it's it's over. It's game for this card. You're not going to find the price point of twenty to eighty anymore. You won't. Even, you probably won't find many listings. If you go look at other Rayquaza cards that are from um, older years, they're very expensive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like extremely expensive. So jump on this one while you can. And the fact that it's, a, it's from Delta Species, which is gaining a lot of traction. Yeah. Yeah. The Delta Species stuff is like a big deal. Yep. I would definitely recommend going to scoop one for 20 to 80 bucks. Next one up is a Mewtwo. Just trying to look it up. Hold on. Let me 12 see. out of 113. From EX Delta Species, same set. You can find them raw for about 50 to 90 I know these cards are a little more pricey than, than the Devon Core segment normally is, but like like we said, the Pokemon market is kind of everywhere. But these cards right here definitely deserve their price point because they're awesome. When you see them, you're going to be like, whoa, these cards are sick. Mewtwo, 12 out of 113 from EX Delta Species, raw, 50 to 90 I didn't find any PSA 9 sales, but a PSA 10 sold for 550 that's a massive scale up if you're buying one yeah, for 90 because 90 is was like the highest price right, card that's like a good one with like the best quality that's like 5x i mean no, no about 4x after you so, grade it yeah and a psa 10 550 and, and we're talking cards from um ex delta species that's like 2000 2000 let's see here 2005 2005 oh that's sweet um oh that's sweet some got the stamp and some don't huh yeah so some have the stamp some don't some are reverse some aren't like oh wow yeah oh, these you have, are sweet you have all kinds of options for these ones and i think they're awesome i kind of need sick. this card oh wow i need to find one the mewtwo one's dope he's kind of like flexing no he's yeah that's like flexing really on cool the picture. that's what i'm looking at right now um I might wait. just buy a psa 9 yeah go check them out i'm sure you guys will probably find some cgc uh, ones too um i know i found a, a cgc of this next one we're going to talk about this next one is tyranitar 16 out of 113 uh, from EX Delta Species, you can find it raw from 45 to 130. Now, tell me that this isn't crazy. Like that's 
who who's ever heard of a, a Tyranitar Tyranitar card going for one thirty? Like more than a, a Mewtwo or a Rayquaza that are from the same set. Yeah. Now the reason why I think this is because the artwork. He's in like a lab. It kind of looks like he's being experimented on. Like he has computers oh, behind dang. him. Yeah, and he's yeah, turned yeah. around. It's kind of like a darker looking image. And I think, for me, that's a that's a collecting that's a collecting standpoint right there. Like Mewtwo looks really dope. This kind of looks like the Mewtwo but type he, deal. Yeah, like he kind of looks like the a, background. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw that card do extremely, extremely well. Mewtwo, the Mewtwo, yeah. Mewtwo card did very, very, very well. Well, this one's older, but yeah. And this one's older than Mewtwo, but a PSA 10 last sold for 379 so it's not bad. Even if you were scooping up at the premium price of 130 at the at the max price for the best quality at 130 70 bucks, you're still making We profit. got a Tyranitar fan in our, in our Discord. Here's a CGC 9. Tyranitar, 16 out of 113 for 225 OBO. Not bad at all. Seen as a PSA 10 goes for 379. That's not bad. Let's see what's wrong with it. Let's see what they said. It was the corners that got a good hit. Oh, and the edges. Okay. So maybe it wouldn't pull a 10 with PSA. Interesting. Okay. So maybe you snipe one raw with the price range of 45 to 130. Maybe you go snipe the CGC. Like I said, Either way, I don't think you're really losing on these Delta species. They're not going to get reprinted. They're not something that is in Pokemon's, you know, foresight to make sure that they come out with these again. They haven't come out with the Delta species in a, in a really long time. I think it was kind of a niche or a little thing they had, you know, yeah. back then. Kind of like the, the e-reader series cards, kind of like the special series cards that we had. It was a special thing they did. They're not really going to bring them back. It's like the Primal cards from Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Yeah. Um, yeah, these cards are just very unique. And I think they bring... Um, a really cool look to these like boss Pokemon, you know, like Rayquaza, he looks, he looks crazy. Mewtwo, he's like flexing on the, on the artwork and then Tyranitar, it looks like he's getting experimented on. So again, it's a little bit darker artwork, but I think that's what makes them super dope. Now, next up, these cards right here, I'm going to, I'm going to recommend that you look up, you look at them because I think they're super cool. Now, in terms of turning around and selling them, I have no idea. I don't know scallops. I know I saw some. I saw some PSA 10s for some good money, but I only saw one. And I'm not going to say that, hey, go buy these up. Go buckshot and then, you know, sell mm -hmm. them for this much. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that these are very unique, cool cards. Um, but these three coming up right here. Ditto Charmander from the same set. EX Delta Species. Ditto Charmander. Super cool looking card. It's literally Ditto as a Charmander. 37 what? out of 113. You can find it for like 50 bucks, but... In a PSA, he goes for quite a bit. Goes for quite a bit. Let me see, 37. I'll have to check this out. I've never seen these cards. Yeah. He's, oh, what the heck? He's like a little troll-looking Charmander. Pretty cool card, and right? they got the Delta Species stamp that's hollow, and they got just a regular non-hollow. Right, yeah. Aren't those cards cool? It's like, it's like a... Like a I've never seen anything like that. What do they, what do they say? Like a, like a, like a goofy-looking, like, I don't know, like a greater value... Charmander. Oh, yeah. It's like a greater value Charmander, you know? <laughs> Discount Charmander. Yeah. <laughs> so That's funny. We, had, we, we put Charmander here on the... I guess this is a lookout. Look out for these cards, guys. That's they're really, really cool. cool. You can scoop them up for 50 bucks. I think they're unique. I would like to have them in my collection. I'm kind of looking at them. I think they're funny. They're kind of trolly. Um, but... That's pretty funny. Ditto Bulbasaur. This one is interesting. 36 out of 113. I gotta see this. There's I gotta not see many this. listings. I'm talking about like not, oh my gosh not any yeah i just see one listing right here yeah there's like none for 20 bucks but it's like a scan it's not even the picture of the card itself yeah super cool that's funny and then the next one up obviously is ditto 
Ditto Squirtle, Holy which is 48 and 113. Wait, you're talking about the PSA 10 on that guy? Yeah. The PSA 10 on that Bulbasaur, hollow, goes for 550. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, right? It's, it's, and it's a Ditto Bulbasaur. It's, a, it's not even the real Bulbasaur. That's a, that's a troll card, dude. It's that's a troll so card, funny. but I think it's super cool. I because love stuff like that. Oh, every, the Squirtle is super cool. Everyone loves everyone loves the starter Pokemon, but they're the starter <laughs> Pokemon faked out. You What's know what I mean? It's face. I don't know. It's just cool. Um, Ditto Squirtle, for, 40 out of 113. Oh, man. EX Delta Species. It's a $30 card. Go get one. That's a big I deal. I think they're super cool. You can find some in, in great condition. Um, and they're not... Is thirty or fifty dollars gonna break bank? Twenty dollars gonna break the bank? I don't really think so. But uh, oh, we got a sample kicking. Hey, what is going on? We're not in the top five yet. We are not in the top five, guys. That That's was a not. premature. That's, that is a false alarm. False alarm. Premature on the Pokemon top five. But we're gonna be getting there shortly. Going over the lookouts That's my and fault. the sleepers real quick again, <laughs> Just guys. At these cards. We got Rayquaza thirteen at thirteen out of one thirteen from EX Delta Species. You can't go wrong with any of the uh, variants it has. Reverse Hollow with the stamp, without the hey, stamp. Hey, look at that. This is, oh, I wait, think no, it's awesome. On it. I personally like the reverse hollow the most because it kind of makes the yellow borders look gold, and I think that's awesome. Um, the Mewtwo, 12 out of 113 for Mewtwo Delta Species, 50 90 bucks. Snipe one because the PSA 10 sells for 550 Tyranitar, 16 out of 113 EX Delta Species, super unique card. The fact that he's selling for 130 in a premium quality and a PSA 10, PSA 10 sells for 379 and it's similar to the Mewtwo, Mewtwo art, I would say it's not a bad card to keep in your collection. And then Ditto and Charmander and Bulbasaur, obviously troll cards. I think they're just really unique to keep in your, in your collection. They're from EX Delta Species. Go look them up. There's some other D Ditto transformations as well. But I thought these the three uh, OG starters are probably the best. That mm. does it for the Devoncore segment. I hope you guys go check those cards out and enjoy. Nice. Now, Poke Tower Top 5. Let's, get Let's go. It. Top five. That was weird. That's just me not Top paying attention. Five, 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 five. Echo effect. <laughs> That's our budget echo. Budget echo. All right. Top five. Uh, we we, re we refreshed. Okay. So we took out. I've been preaching fossil rocket. I've been preaching vintage to you guys for so long. Let's refresh. Top five. We're going a little experimental here on number five. Very experimental. This is not a this is not a buy suggestion at all. This is more of a hmm, I guess it is no it's talking, not a suggestion. It's a, it, it's a talking point. It's uh it's food for thought. Right? Yeah. Think about this. Make your own decisions. Here we go. Shiny Charizard SV one oh seven. That is the new shiny Charizard V Max from Shining Fates. Why the heck is that up there? People are trying to sell these things for two thousand dollars right now. What are you thinking? What I'm thinking is is that it's Wednesday. Shining Fates hasn't officially dropped, but we are seeing more and more uh, product out there that people are opening. It's like, how are you getting that? Oh, my Walmart released it a week earlier. Or this, that, and the other. I got a distributor, my friend. I'm, I'm important. Everyone's opening it before you can, right? So, it's only common sense that resellers have got their hands on this stuff as well. And what I like, what I did with my shiny... Uh, not my shiny, my rainbow Charizard VMAXs was I was buying them all up. You guys remember that? I bought like nine of them. Four of the rainbows and like three of the other ones and then I bought a Burning Shadows one. But bought them all at the same time. Unfortunately, I only pulled two tens. That was where I kind of lost. Um, but you know, it's business. It doesn't even really matter. But my the point is, is that there will be resellers. We know that. That's, that's part of the game now. We have to live with these guys. They're here to stay for, for a good minute. So... 
where I'm going with this is that these, this is a great time, which, and I know from experience, maybe some of the best time to lowball these guys, right? Because if they pulled it from a box, we talked about this in our discord, you know, if it costed you $40 for a box and you pull a $500 card out of there, profit is profit. And you got to understand some of these resellers are scumbags. They are scummy little dudes that like a hundred dollars just makes them so happy. You know what I mean? They're just like, oh, profits, profit, man. Like they're like little cheese rats. You know what I mean? It's like just want to get their cheese. That's all they care about. I, I triple X. Yeah, nerd. Um, so my the point is is that you may be able to send some serious lowball offers and you may be able to score. Now, how does this work? It works with volume. So first, you have to make sure you have the capital. This only works if you have the capital. But you send offers to any sucker who you think is a reseller. I'm selling it for 900. You say, okay, well, you're going to get 400 because I think 400 is a fair price. Yep. Now, why do I say that? Because that's what our rainbow Charizard VMAX is going for right now. Raw. Remember we saw him in the seven hundos early. I bought around 500, you know, 450 in some cases, but 400, like 350 to 400 is his like normal price right now. That's pretty normal. And he's been out for a minute now. Um, so the idea is that you would try and get that $400 price so that in the event that these things don't go anywhere, you know, a raw card will always be around three, 400. You don't lose much. Now this only works that you won't, you won't get a collector this way. I very highly doubt you'll get a collector. who's like, yeah, I'll sell you mine for 350, 400. I don't care. But this is where you look at the guy's feedback. You look at his profile. You see what he's selling. If he's selling shoes and he's selling old PlayStations that he found at a you know garage sale, and he's selling uh, you know fly swatters and water bottles, like you mass know, amounts of light bulbs. Yeah, you know, basically Blenders. any 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 great value clearance item is in his you know store. TVs, right? Say so, okay, you're selling batteries. You're a reseller. Um, you probably got him on discount. You right. Know. That's the kind of guy you're sending offers to because profit is profit. He's trying to turn and burn. So, you know, and you're not going to win them all. This is just an experimental idea because remember this, guys. Speed always wins. Now, not all of us can do this. I can barely do it sometimes. But speed always wins. If you are first to the market and you are first to grade a 10, which I'm sure there's already a Charizard 10 in the works we don't even know about. Yep. But... If you know, if you're that first 10% that can get in and get out, you'll do well, you know, and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with buying two Charizards and selling one. As a matter of fact, I just sold one of my VMAX Charizards, but I'm keeping the other one. But the one that I sold paid off the grading fees and the money it took to get them. So I'm like, good. You know what I mean? I've got a free Charizard. Yep. PSA 10 Charizard. Um, so this is a very experimental play. If you like that chase of, you know, sending deals and lowballing people and like, if you like that stuff, this is, it's, it's one of the better times because there's actually not a set price point. It's when a, when a card gets reinforced by multiple sales, that's when, that's what we call support. There is support at this price point in stocks. If a stock doesn't go below a certain amount of money, it's because there's heavy support. Basically the audience believes that this asset is worth this much money. And it's like, well, how is it supported? Well, it's because it's been bought over and over and over at this specific price. That means that's the, that is the market value. But when something's new, 
that's when you see the the Richter scale, you know, earthquake yeah, look. It's, it's like, oh, it's sold here, it's sold there, it's sold here, it's sold there. And all the prices are different. It's like, what do you do? Um, and it worked really well for me with um, Champions Pass Arts. I got two PSA 10s that I'm keeping in my collection. I sold off the 9s, and I'm like happy, you know. I'm good. Um, so if you're a gambler and you can't get your hand on sealed product, Shiny Charizard VMAX is always a play. It's number five because it's not my favorite play because, to be honest, I don't know where this is going. Yeah, what's next? A gold v- VMAX Charizard? Now oh, you, you have already a, know. You already know. Now you have a $200 yeah. Shiny Or they make V-Max. a silver one and they make a gold one. You know what I mean? Like, yes. There's so yeah. many different ways they could play this on us. With, with Pokemon, you know, all the reprints and everything else, too. You don't know how many times this Charizard is going to get reprinted. Mm-hmm. They make a ghost rare one. It's like there's, there's so many things they could do with Charizard because they got us in the palm of their hands right now. Um, That's but it's always a play. Cards. You know, so me, if I'm going to spend 500 bucks, I'm going to buy the chase of the set. Yeah. Now, I don't know if shiny Charizard VMAX will be the chase. That's what we're being told is the chase. But there's always other bangers that make it out. You know, Sylveon was a great card in Hidden Fates for a long time. It still is. It's, yeah, not, so- it's not the chase, but I would much rather buy a handful of those raw before I bought a Hidden Fates Charizard raw. Yeah, you know, if with not much product being out there, and if you didn't get to secure any shiny, shiny you might as well get the fates, get the banger, um, and you'll feel for, much better about yourself. Yeah. Get it for the price that that you want. So if yeah. you if you value the card at three hundred dollars, then that's what you send. Then send in the three hundred dollars. Yeah, you know? and and you prepare but, yourself but for rejection. Yeah, but basically, the top five spot here is the shiny Charizard from Shiny Fates, but. We're targeting the resellers, the yeah. ones, the ones that will break. Yeah, from that that crazy price point, and then that's mm-hmm. how you that's how you obtain the chase cards from sets that are unobtainable yeah. right now. And think about it: how many packs is it going to take for me to buy? As Shining Fates is like eight dollars a pack right now. Exactly. How many eight dollar packs do I need to buy to pull this specific card? And you can apply that mentality to any card. Let's say there's other cards in Shiny Fates you want. You apply the mentality. How many $8 packs do I need to open to pull this specific card? And then you go look at the value of that card raw. And you're like, hmm, do I value this card more or less? And that's how you decide, okay, maybe I should just test my luck or I should just buy it outright. Um, and if, like I said, if you're not going to be able to get sealed product, you know, like we can't, might as well just go get the banger. Might as well just undermine everyone you know what i mean exactly so usually my strategy yeah. is 500 dollars for, for brand new brand new sets that come out i spend 500 dollars for sealed product and then i'm done with the set whether i get the chase or not because then what i do is i take the cards that i didn't like that i got yeah. i sell those and i take whatever money i got and i go buy myself the chase yeah. because that's the one i wanted yeah right yeah. if it's the one i wanted if it's anything i wanted like rainbow pikachu i didn't yep. care so i didn't this go is in not on a it. suggestion by any point it's just something to think about and yeah. always an option guys it's always an option it hasn't changed the only thing is, changed. We, we do understand that this this shiny Charizard V Max is going to be collectible. Oh, Someone's going to want in their collection yeah. in five to ten years. So we don't want you guys to miss out on the opportunity. But we want we want to give you guys the best buying opportunity, like the I, best I'm buying just saying, advice be or idea. Yeah, be prepared to see a thousand PSA ten Charizards of this this rarity in less than two months. Be prepared to see that because we saw it with Champions Path. There's over three thousand Rainbow Rare PSA tens floating around. That's ridiculous. 3,000. But then again, this is 
this is the 25th anniversary. It's tied to the 25th anniversary, so yeah. we have no idea if this will just be a limited run. Like, this is seriously, Pokemon's like, nah, this is limited, and this will make this Charizard out the roof. We have no idea. Yeah. So that's, where we're, that's why we're not shutting it's it off. It's just an option. And we are yeah. still looking at it. It's on the Pokechart Top 5. We are, me and Denny are both still looking at mm-hmm. it. Look at what I did with Digimon this morning. Avidly. I had no idea I was going to buy four boxes of Digimon until I did it. Right. It's just, I'm a very opportunistic buyer. And if that means that a shiny Charizard falls in my lap, then so be it. That's how I am. Um, so I'm something- gonna try, I'm try, for for everyone that's like, well, I don't know. You guys don't seem like you're going to get one, so I don't want to get one. If you're going to go off that basis, I myself am going to try to secure a shiny Charizard VMAX. I will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Being a collector, that's that's kind of something that's in 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 me. You know, my yeah. passion for the hobby. It's like, nah. I got to I got to collect let me, that. Chase. Well, let me let me be let me hundred be hundred percent transparent though. I'm at the point now where let's say. Let's say the the shiny Charizard V Max tanks, just like the Champions Path Zards did. They tank. Right. Maybe I wait till someone grades a ten, and I wait four or five months, and then I pay seven hundo for a PSA ten. There, and now the work's done. I can wipe my hands. You know what I mean? Hey, I got it. Yeah, seven hundred is a big ticket for a modern card. But on the same hand, I didn't have to grade it. I didn't have to lowball anyone. I had to make sure that the quality was in check you know like it's all taken care of and i think 700 dollars for you know some type of card like this could definitely appreciate oh yeah definitely yeah. even if i think even if there is like a thousand say there's a thousand pokemon prints every single shiny charizard v max permanently sorry about that i don't know why series <laughs> going off right now um but say every single one they print and it's a limited run of a thousand there's only a thousand of these shiny charizard v max is made Every single one was made perfect. If there's a thousand PSA tens, there's there's still going to be people that still disproportionate that yeah. that, that yeah, yeah. haven't obtained it that want it, you know. And Pokemon's going to print it. They're going to cherish it yeah. more than you will, you know. Right, so right, just right. because we aren't specifically saying, "Hey, go out there and get this card," doesn't make it. I just like not collectible. Right. It I, is collectible. I just in its can't. Own way. Com- I just can't 100% tell you that this is the right move. I just want you to right. know that it's always an option. Some of you guys are quick. Yes. I've seen you guys. You guys have wrote, wrote me messages. I've seen how you guys operate, and some of you guys have the skill to do this stuff, and it's totally a play. Yeah, we're, we're saying it's a good move. It's a good move. We just want you guys to not fall in. Yeah. To and a- again. You pick your price, and that's yes. what you pay. Stick Don't, with it. Do not if these if if the market says that this card is worth eight hundred bucks, that's when I would say wait on that one. Yeah, and, wait and on you're that one. and you're like, uh, I pay five. Yeah, I pay five. You know. Yeah. Then stick with five. Yeah. Maybe a five option comes yourself, around for you. Trust your gut. Yeah. Don't buy into it. Pokemon is so unpredictable, and um, I I could tell you this. This is one of the few times I would be willing to lose. Right. Like let's say let's say I'm completely wrong, they don't reprint this thing, it's done in a month or so, and and you guys listen to me like me personally I'm like I missed out I was wrong, right? Um, but at the, at the same time you know it's kind of, the, it's kind just of look, suck your teeth and you're like, well, but oh, but oh well. looking looking at the history of Pokemon that's never happened, right? So you have to use statistics and factual information to be like make your decisions and that's how i make all my buying decisions that's how i came to the conclusion about digimon this morning at four in the morning it just happens like that guys and you have to use your brain so it's an option number five shiny charizard v max sb 107 yeah we beat it up start checking on ebay there's only a few on ebay right now but keep refreshing newly listed newly listed newly listed 
right? And then just work your magic, guys. Um, number four here. I, I like this one a lot for some reason. I like this one a lot. I don't know why. I do too. The, I do. The EV VMAX promo is number four. Why do I like this one? Because for some reason, people are selling this thing for 30 to 40 bucks. I don't think that's terrible at all. I don't. Now, cool thing was is on Discord, a lot of people in the, in the Detective Pikachu segment has sent us like some overly overpriced. People are charging like almost 200 bucks for this card. Yeah, for a promo that comes in the, the Elite Trainer box. Um, but 30 to 40 bucks, like Daniel was saying, I think is great because it it's a promo that's, that is, you know, mm-hmm. only for the Elite Trainer box. Say, say this never, ever gets printed again. It's done, right? After yeah. after the 25th anniversary, anniversary celebration, it's done. EVV Max promos would be a cool one to have, especially look, for 30 to 40 bucks, which is basically the price of your Elite Trainer box. Look at look at the sister set, Hidden Fates. That oh, promo yeah. is doing great. Yeah, Stained Glass Birds. And that's the only information you have to go off of. Yeah. Right? So you guys have to use that. Like, well, how would you know that this is going to do well? Well, the only information I have is that it's sister set Hidden Fates, not Shining Fates, is doing well after so many years and so many reprints. Right. So. Even even after the most recent reprint of their ETBs yeah. in promos mm-hmm. in January. Um, so this is one of those cards, because you can find it for 30 to 40 bucks, this is one of those buy one to keep, buy one to hold, buy one to sell. You, and you can do it. You can get three for it's less EV, than 100 it's bucks. It's an EV card. There's a whole lot of EV fan. Yeah. A lot of EV fans. It's, and what so you just could, like a Pikachu or a Charizard, EV is a, is a fan favorite. Yeah. And what you could do. Is you know since Pokemon is so unpredictable, if you really like this card, you you grade one for yourself, right? The other two just keep packed away and protected, and then in nine months, twelve months, eighteen months, revisit this, sell those and get yourself a shiny Charizard well, V Max. But, but re- that's what you revisit wanted. it, right? Because you haven't graded it. You know you haven't paid the grading fee. Um, you're just keeping them raw. So you, you graded yours because right. you like the card. You want I want to I want my I own keep Eevee. this right. The other two you keep them raw. You revisit this in about twelve to eighteen months. Check the prices. If it hasn't gone anywhere, I'm not grading these. If it has gone somewhere, boom, you got the ammo. You send it out, and guess what? I bet you PSA has their backups figured out in a year, eighteen months from now. And you're not going to lose. You know, like you find out, dang, this thing's worth four hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay. True. Um, but. You'll save yourself. What was the last EV card we were just looking at that, that had some pretty crazy prices? The uh, Shining Fates EV. Hidden Fates. Hidden Fates EV. Hidden Fates EV. Yeah. Just the regular hollow shiny... Sh- uh, the Shiny Vault EV. Shiny Vault EV. Yeah. He's going He's going for like 40 bucks raw and over over two 300 in PSA. Right. And that's that's just a regular EV, just like this EV mm-hmm. VMAX. It's just a regular EV. I mean, I know it's a VMAX, but it's just regular yeah. EV. There's, there's people out there that support this card, support yeah. this Pokemon quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I think for 30 40 I really don't think you're, you're and, losing um, there. The, the difference, so the difference with this too, the one thing I really want to harp on too, the difference is with this Eevee, um, the one thing that Pokemon has never done, at least to, to large, large, large amounts, is reprint Elite Trainer Boxes. Elite Trainer Boxes are one of the more rare commodities in Pokemon sealed products. The yeah. Reason, the reason being, in terms of hot sets, yes. Well, any, but they're also elite trainer boxes. More so, actually, gain more value than booster boxes in some cases. Almost well, in every case. Well, I'm thinking about like like Rebel Clash or like Crimson Invasion. <clears throat> I mean, I know they're trash sets, but but once just, it's gone, they're gone. Yeah, Sword and Shield, Darkness. The of Blade, reason like, why 
is because it it actually they don't make as much money. Actually, that's not true. You can't really compare because they're not; those aren't like special sets in any way. So yeah, scratch but, that. but they'll scratch gain that. value. The yeah. second they say that they're not making them anymore, yeah, they'll gain. They gain value so quick, and the reason why is because think about the materials it takes to make an elite trainer box. Yeah, all the stuff that goes into it, it costs. Those are cost of goods. Um, so Pokemon's like, we could make more money selling pin collections or you know cheap little collector boxes. These elite trainers. You know, they cost us so much money to make because it's high quality cardboard, high quality. Yeah, you know, and you're, yeah, that's crazy. I never thought about that. Cause you're, you're buying like a, that's why that's like why the other ETB you're buying for like 35 bucks and like one of these special ones you're buying for like 50 retail. So the reason why is because it costs them so much to print. So they would much rather make loose packs like loose packs probably cost them pennies. Yeah. Whereas a trainer box is like, dang, that trainer box costed us five bucks to make. That's true. It's crazy because you have all the color. You have that, yeah. that stiff cardboard. Material. You yeah. have the material. Then they have it like the fitted dice, a certain plastic, way on the inside. Yeah. The cardboard, the dice. Production the is way, The production costs are way more. That's why. The promo that goes inside. Plus, usually all these uh, uh, holiday sets have like 10 packs. And if you think about it, a normal pack goes for four bucks. Yeah. So they're the first, they're the first to go out of print. So that's why I like elite trainer box promos. Now, I'm not a huge promo fan. But I'm behind in t- Danny. I, in, I get it now. Yeah. In terms of shining fates, the first thing that's going to go out of print is the elite trainer boxes. They'll they'll yeah, keep making sets. Shining legends, shining legends are the same thing. Yeah, uh, hidden fates, same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though they got a reprint, hidden fates promos the are still boxes, doing great. Yeah, I mean the reprints. It doesn't even seem like they came out that much product because right, it's not many, much. It's not much. How many elite trainer boxes do you see out there for resale when they when they announce this reprint? Not many. Yeah, there wasn't many. It's not much, and they're the. In terms of sealed product, they actually outpace booster boxes. In and besides evolutions, how much was champ, I, how much was Champions Path Charizard promo going for? I'm talking when, about when percentage. Though. Like, no, I'm talking about the, the Charizard Champions Path when it first came out. How much did it go for? Like seventy? It was supposed to be forty nine ninety nine, but people were selling them for seventy. People were selling them for like seventy. So for a Shining Face 25th anniversary hyped up box that everyone is buying out. For an exclusive one right now that you can buy for 30 to 40, I think that's not bad at all. Yeah. Seen as people were charging seventy dollars for a Charizard and that was getting sold. Mm-hmm. For a promo from the Champions Path, and I think. Th- I mean, you know, so like, it's just just in terms of gains. So like, yeah, you could have bought an Evolutions box for eighty, and you know, it sells for almost a thousand now. That's like great gains. But Elite Trainer boxes do the same too. Yeah. Um, I believe it was Plasma Freeze or Plasma Storm boxes. They're going for like a thousand bucks too. What's the difference? Well, in a booster box, you get thirty six packs. In an Elite Trainer, you get eight to ten packs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. It's literally you're just paying for the sealed product at that point, and they're they're actually more of a commodity because they don't print a lot of them because it's it just costs the company too much. They'd rather make cheaper products. You know yeah, I mean? the packs that come inside literally are more than they're about ninety percent the whole cost of the box. Mm-hmm. They lose yeah they lose more money than they make on the on the elite trainers. That's why they're the first ones to go. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I watched that on a video somewhere, but it's, it makes total sense. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like all this material to make this stupid but box. A, but it's a very, very good marketing strategy and it's mm-hmm. a very good, you know, eye. It catches everyone's eye. Yep. That's why they do it. Yeah. Um, I like that. But so that's why I like the EV. That's why we like the stained yeah. glass birds because even when they get reprinted, it's nothing compared to like a booster to the box reprint. Packs being reprint. Boost, yeah. yeah. To the, it's just not. Well, I'm talking about like when they did a reprint, when I, what, what reprint I'm talking about is like um, Unbroken Bonds and Ultra Prism. When, they, when those got reprinted. They didn't do, a, they didn't was, do trainer boxes though. No, they didn't do elite trainer boxes. But they, but <laughs> and look at the prices of the, the trainer box. When the booster boxes got reprinted, they got reprinted. They were and like they tanked. There was a bunch of them out there. Like I had, tons. I had two Unbroken Bonds booster boxes that yeah. I bought for like 95 to like 100 bucks. But when they, 
I mean, they they went to three hundo and they tanked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. tanked right after that. Yeah. We but ripped, we ripped that open. Go check out an unbroken bonds uh, ETB. Yeah. Pretty much holds its value. Yeah. Because you're not paying for the packs inside. People just want the sealed item. It's mm-hmm. very very rare, um, and really cool. I, I actually like that aspect of it. That's cool. I mean, yeah, I've never really put that like two two together, but. Yeah, you see a whole, when they reprint booster boxes, you see a whole lot more product available. You know wait what I mean? till wait till Rebel but Clash goes out of print. An elite trainer box. Yeah, it's like they they only print like a hundred compared to printing like a thousand. Right. You know, booster boxes. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's till interesting. You, yeah. Wait till Rebel Clash goes out of print. First thing that goes up in value will be elite trainers. Then it'll follow booster boxes. Yeah, because that's how I they do it. When they when they announce out of print, it doesn't mean it's just gone. They're just saying, oh, when we say out of print, we mean no more elite trainers. And then the next thing, oh, booster boxes are no longer in print, but you can still find loose packs and you'll still find them in our collector tins yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. So that's out of print's a very vague term. Um, all right. EVV Max, get in on it if you're a fan. Um, I may, I'm kind of iffy on it. Kind of iffy on it. Uh, to be honest, at, at 40 bucks, I would probably buy a Metal Garurumon alternate art, but that's just me. All right. Uh, number three taking it back I think this is a great pick because me and Devin kind of got into it about what's going to get reprinted what's not going to get reprinted when Pokemon does their deal this is an XY Breakpoint 2016 Gyarados the secret rare PSA 10 PSA 10 650 I think that's low I I do think that's low because it's actually really hard to grade that card look at the populations is that the is that the one with the like the gear the uh Greninja and the Manaphy? Yeah. Yeah, the, it the has shiny like the, the, yeah. yeah, the gold border yeah, and yeah, like yeah. texture and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think that's even if you paid six fifty, I think that's low. But here's the good news. The last three sales, offers were accepted around four hundred something. So maybe you shoot your shot. At four seventy five, which is a, a respectable offer. Okay, you could try four hundred, and maybe they bite, and maybe you're lucky. But I'm not a trashy low baller. I'm a classy low baller. It's like, hey, you know, I understand the last couple ones sold at four hundred, but let's let's talk appreciation. Okay, four seventy five. That's what you're gonna get. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not giving five hundred. You get four seventy five. They might bite. They may not. Um, I think that's a great card because I, I if I think if I'm right, I think that's the only secret rare in the set. Yeah. No, you are. That's right. Yeah. Um, and the thing about this one, too... And he's shiny, which is dope. Maybe there's one more secret rare. There might be one more. Might be a Gardevoir. But anyways, that's, that's beyond that. Um, like we were talking, Devin was saying... In Devin, it's Devin's opinion that they don't bring back Breakpoint and Breakthrough in the new reprint. Because they are 2016. That makes them five years old. Yeah, and I think I think Pokemon kind of realizes like that I don't think those are really hot because... You'll find Breakpoint and that's and, what makes them and Breakthrough and and Steam Siege. That's what makes them rare though. On the shelves at Best Buy, nobody like, nobody cares about them because like, all the newbies don't know any better. Right. You know how many times? That's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think Pokemon will reprint these because when I do my uh, even when they put them in collection boxes, people don't buy those boxes. When I do my Doug Dimadone underrated cards on TikTok, you know how many times I put this Gyarados or like other bangers up, and kids are like, "What is that?" And it's like, dude. Go read a book. Come on, man. Like you just don't know what the Charizard and Breakpoint. It's because they got into Pokemon in 2020. They don't know anything before Hidden Fates. Yeah. It's just the truth. That's the truth. A great card, highly collectible, and a lot of a lot of collectors actually like this card. 
So I'm talking about high-end collectors like this stuff, not like guys that are into Charizard. I'm talking about guys that got some taste. Yeah. So I think I think it's underpriced. Um, it's a good it's a good grab, and I kind of I kind of agree that it may not be a part of the giant reprint, <clears throat> but I'm also open to the idea that maybe they do, and then I don't know what's going to happen. But uh, you know, 2016 is kind of old. Maybe they just let it go. Yeah. Maybe they just let it go. Yep. Um, so that's number three. Try to shoot your shot, you know, 425 to 475. You might win it. You might. Number two, grade your hidden fates and your evolutions, not your Charizard. Okay, so if you have an evolution Zard, forget about it. Sell them raw. <laughs> Keep it for yourself. Um, but grade your hidden fates. Why do I say this? Because PSA just announced... That their bulk submissions, pretty much all their submissions are going to be delayed. But even bulk stuff is looking at about a year to a year and a half. So what does that mean? Well, that means in a year to a year and a half, all the hidden fates that is currently in or getting sent in will flood the market. So what does that mean for you? That means if you have some hidden fates gems, you express them and you take advantage of the supply right now. Because basically, whatever graded Hidden Fates is on the market right now is all you're going to get. Because Hidden Fates is, or PSA is so backed up. Even CGC is getting backed up. And we already know BGS is backed up. Everyone's backed up. So the supply is kind of bottlenecked right now. Only so many Hidden Fates slabs are going to be listed over the next year or so. Because everyone's like, man, I need to get my stuff back. I need to get my stuff back. So it's like you can ask for better prices right now because supply will not be able to meet the demand. And now in now a year, you, now you are first in the market. Yeah. In a year to a year and a half, I will not be saying grade your hidden fates unless we get news that it's out of print or something like that. But I can tell you right now, my Rayquazas, my Leafeons, my Glaceons, Sylveons, all of my legendary shiny Pokemon, they're going to get graded sooner than later um, and I'm going to off the ones that I don't want um, because I think, I think it's a great, it's a great time. I, I would, I haven't checked the hidden fates prices, but let me tell you where I'm going with this. I checked evolutions. So evolutions, everyone knows the booster boxes are going through the roof. They're just crazy. Um, but I was like, you know what? I bought some slabs of evolutions with the intent that I was going to sell them at one day. And remember guys, this was like two, three, four months ago. I was buying Evolutions uh, Hollows for like two, three bucks, and I was buying graded slabs for like 40 bucks. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, yeah. So I have my PSA 9 Nido King um, from Evolutions. I bought it for 40 bucks, and now he's selling for over 100. Great time to sell. It's a great, that was my intent. That was my plan when I bought that card. It was never going to be a long term hold. What did I tell you guys if it doesn't sell? Be more than happy to keep it. Yep. You know what I mean? So don't think that I'm like, just trying to flip it, but that was my intent when I bought it. I told you guys, hey, they're cheap. I think they're underpriced. I think they'll obviously go up in value. Um, so I'm gonna do it. Now the question is, do we express these cards though? That's where I'm not sure. You know, because you got to be pretty darn sure that you have a ten. And if you're not darn sure, then you probably shouldn't. And maybe you just start putting in your standard orders. You put these in under a standard fee. You know, fifty bucks, which is still pretty high. But if you do your math and the math works, you know, you can always send, you know, any card. Um, let's see here. What else do I want to talk about? I One thing on the Hidden Fates, I would say um, 
even even if you can't get your hidden fates in like this year or get them in express and you can only get them in like a year year and a half because you got to do in bulk because that's all you can afford i still think it's a great idea because if I think you go back, to wait long term though. If you go back and and listen to some of our, our other podcasts, we have some pretty good picks that aren't just the hits from Hidden Fates that most people are grading that you're gonna see on the market, like yeah. EV Evolutions, Shiny EV Evolutions, Charizards, you know, legendary Pokemon that are shiny, you know, things that people already know about. But there's cards like just the regular uh, Shiny Vault Hollows that people sell all the time, and you could tell that they're resellers because they sell them in lots yeah. for super cheap, and they only price out one card. Yeah. You price out one card, then they sell the whole lot for that price. Now you you can definitely tell that's a reseller because you're like, dude, those other cards in there all sell for you know five, six, seven, eight dollars each, and the other card's a thirty dollar card by itself, and you you basically price the whole thing for thirty. Mm-hmm. So no, uh, what, yeah. what what I'm saying is like a lot of people aren't a lot of people aren't aren't grading just the regular mm-hmm. like hollow ones, the shiny vault ones, right? So you still have an avenue of of cards to to get graded in a selection. I would say maybe the ones that are if you have some hot, hot, hot hits like the EV evolutions or like the birds or any legendary Pokemon, yeah, express them, get them out there because you're going to be the one that's on the market getting your price. Yeah, um, but in, and in it's terms still of going to be competitive, though, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't just get rid of your hollows. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say just because Hidden Fates has been reprinted so much and that we're going to see an increase in Hidden Fates stuff coming probably like next year because of all the delays in PSA. Don't I wouldn't say get rid of your your hollows just because you're like oh I got to make money back because I bought all these these regular shiny vault hollows yeah and now i don't think i'm making any money because it's, it's overpopulated no it's not well yeah it's not and it's not like that it's more like um how am i trying to say this <sighs> there's two ways because let's say let's say you send everything bulk and it's just not going to be here you've accepted it's not gonna be here for 18 months um the move is still like you can still hold those long term yeah absolutely um, but uh i'm just saying i i see a i see a shortage in PSA cards. Basically, what I'm saying is we're going to see more PSA sales than PSA can get cards back to us, right? So you can see uh, there, there's probably a couple hundred to a thousand PSA sales a day, whereas like you as a seller, you're probably only going to get one, like you might get one box every few months if you've been submitting. You know what I mean? Right. So your supply, your supply is not coming in as fast as you sell, like me. Right. Um, my last bulk order of Pokemon was in... September, I've pretty much sold off everything. It did not last me <laughs> to this next one, so I ran out of supply. Yeah. So a lot of sellers are going through that. Um, so that's my point: is like grade your hidden fates sooner than later, especially your bangers, um, because it, it's going to get interesting. Because there will be a time when you know shiny Rayquazas might be really cheap because everyone's selling them, but I don't think that times right now. I think it's still really early. Shiny Rayquaza is kind of hard one to say because he's a promo. A lot of people have him. Go check. I mean, check the pops on him. Um, what I'm saying is we don't know how much is at PSA right now. No, yeah. And true. when that correction comes, you're going to be like, dang, I should have sold four months ago because this card tanked. Yeah. So I can see it. Um, and Evolutions, again, I, I want to talk about that. So I bought a Cracked Ice Mewtwo for 50 bucks. He said uh, most recent sale was like almost $140. And remember, guys, when I bought that card, I told you guys, I think it's underappreciated because it's an original art of Mewtwo in a hollow. And, and, very low pop, because no one knew about starter deck hollows back at that time. I mean, it's changed now. Everyone knows about starter deck hollows. But at the time, I said he's a sleeper. He's also Mewtwo. He's my favorite. So if he never sells, I'm totally keeping it because I got it for 50 bucks. It just so happens that he's about to 3x in price. 
and I have a Mewtwo already. So it's like, I could totally sell that if I want to. Um, so I would check some of your evolution stuff if you have excess or if you've already graded some. Go recheck is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, recheck. Uh, Ninetales didn't appreciate too much. I think I bought mine for 40. It's like around 60, 70. So I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna hold that one a little bit longer. Um, Machamp, dude, I bought a PSA nine reverse Machamp for 20 bucks, 1999 PSA nine reverse, not 1999 as in the year, but as price, $19, 20 bucks. Um, reverse hollow Machamp PSA nine. He's selling for 80 bucks. That's four X. That's great. You know what I mean? And if it doesn't sell, I keep it. I'm like totally happy. But um, take advantage of these enhanced prices on on some like your not so favorite cards is what I'm saying. Um, Hidden Fates Evolutions. Even though they are kind of overpopulated, there's always good opportunity if you use your brain. It's always opportunity. Yes, just depends how you see it. Yep. Um, last one here. Number one. You can thank Devin for this one. Brought oh, yeah. it to my attention. Oh yeah. EX Ruby Sapphire. We're talking about sniping out PSA 9s and PSA 10s that are underpriced. Well, how would you know that they're underpriced? Well, you would comp them, look at sold listings, look at what's available. Okay. I think I see something here. Look at the price of of single packs. Yep. Look at the price of booster boxes. And then uh, CGC. Same thing. Look for that type of stuff. So... Booster packs were going for three hundred something. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, very, very ridiculous price. Like three hundred bucks was quite a bit. That's like that's more than a fossil. Yeah, history, but, history lesson though. History lesson. Uh, Ex Ruby Sapphire was the first set after Pokemon cut ties with Wizards of the Coast. So Wizards of the Coast put out Sky Ridge as Wizards of the Coast, and then Pokemon Company puts out Ex Ruby Sapphire same year. But they're now in control of the printing. Um, so that's why it's significant. And Ruby Sapphire's banger. You know, everyone loved that. That was the Game Boy Advance game. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Nobody could touch that. It was then just they came, they came game out Emerald. changing. Emerald was even yeah. a, was a, a great one, too. Right. Um, very good game. I love that game. Yep. Um, but I think... So these are more pricey, too. <clears throat> but I think it's underpriced. I, th- I do think there's. We were just looking there. There's some stuff that's underpriced, like Blazikins, oh, yeah. Hollow Blazikins PSA nines for like four hundo. Yep. Septiles, um, Mewtwo's. Yep. Who else was in there? Like Lapras. There's a, there's a good handful of Hollows and Reverse Hollows. Electabuzz. Um, yeah. You know, any, anywhere from two hundred upwards to a thousand bucks, but they all have best offers on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might be a great time for you to say, hey, I'm not going to spend 500 on a shiny Charizard, but I will go grab a PSA 9. 2003 Hollow <clears throat> Blazekin yep. from EX3B Sapphire. I won't spend 300 on shiny Charizard, but I will go buy a $300 pack of Ruby Sapphire. Right. And who cares if it's light? Right. The the, the game is keeping it sealed. Yep. And, and the making sure that, it isn't resealed. This, this set was... Is, not technically considered vintage, right? Yeah, it's got a couple more years. It's got a couple more years. Not technically considered vintage, <clears> but <throat> the price of a single pack is going more than those that are vintage. Fossil, you know what I mean? Yeah. Fossil, Rocket, I think. I don't know what Rocket prices are at now. Well, but I'm um, talking about when they're at the 250 price point, these are like $300. Well, You're touching them for anything less than here's that. Here's the reason why. We talked, um, we, I don't know if I talked about you, talked to you guys about this before. Here's the reason why. When we, when Pokemon made the switch from Wizards of the Coast, it was actually 
a big time of uncertainty for Pokemon that the company may have like tanked in terms of TCG. They may have gone away because it's like they just basically jumped off the biggest printer distributor in the game. And like we're doing this on our own, which was big for them back in 2003. So Pokemon went real conservative. There's not a lot of this stuff. They didn't print as much. Because they, they weren't the as big as Wizards yeah. of the Coast. Yeah, they, they were just starting out, technically, yeah. just starting out as a as a printer themselves. Right. Um, so Wizards of the Coast were like, <clears throat> they're the big dogs. So that's why they're, I'm, I'm willing to bet that there's more fossil supply, more jungle supply, more, more all that, yeah. su- more Wizards of the Coast supply than there is Ruby Sapphire because Pokemon was like, we don't want to print a lot. Yeah, it's, it was it's actually like, a dark it's time. Like, it's almost like e-reader series, you know, yeah. where it's like, <clears throat> it's, it's expensive because there's not very much product out right, there. Right, right, right. Not that it's like the amazing artwork. Yeah, or the yeah it's not like something super, super. It's like, just there's none of it. Yeah, um, it's hard to find. So 2003 to like 2006 was like very dark, sketchy times for Pokemon. Yeah. Because it was like, we made this leap, you know, and a lot of people like me grew up a little bit. We're moving into Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Pokemon's still there, but it wasn't right. like there, there. Right, yeah. So that's why that's why this stuff is so sought after. And I think it's a great time to get it because you talk about limited supplies. These are very finite. Um, and I know for a fact, I know for a fact, when I was collecting heavier on sealed Pokemon stuff, it was not $300 a pack. Yeah. It was probably close to about 100 Yes. Um, but I didn't understand, you know, the whole switch from Wizards of the Coast to Pokemon Company and all that stuff. Um which is really cool. And now that I think about it, like, wow, that's actually like really cool. Yeah. There's also two more really interesting facts about this thing. Well, one's a fact and the other one is kind of a, um, an idea that the Pokemon community has kind of been thinking about um, and kind of brought up. But Oh, yeah. I like this. The, the first one is, is that these cards you can actually find in various like various arts. Reverse hollows, hollows, ones with E stamps on them. Like down in the bottom left corner, e-reader style e-reader cards, style and cards. some that are regular standard Pokemon cards. Some that are just regular. They're standard. actually the same cards too. And the same card, they're labeled as the same number in the set. Yep. Some of them are reverse hollow with the e-reader. Some of them are reverse hollow with not the e-reader. Some really are cool, hollow. Yeah. Some are <clears throat> hollow with the e-reader. It, and they're all kind of valued at the same price. And yeah. but some of them are extremely, extremely like expensive. Like there is a Skeptile that is, I think, at about four thousand dollars for a reverse hollow. Yeah, for a reverse hollow. With the e-reader at the bottom. Well, and here's the thing with the e-reader. So apparently in 2003, right. when, when Pokemon switched over from Wizards of the Coast, they were still printing cards in the e-reader format. Mm-hmm. That's why you see um, some EX Ruby Sapphire with e-readers. And then you'll see the same exact card printed in the standard format that you see now. Well, in 2004, they did another reprint of EX Ruby Sapphire, and they took out the e-reader format. Right. So they're they literally the a- same cards just printed differently right um yeah we had to look that one so up. depending on which one you like depending <clears> on what, <throat> what what look you go for i personally like the e-reader looking cards because they're so like limited so even though it's not technically from the e-reader series the fact that it kind of has that look to it of something that was very limited i like and that, and it's kind of technically like a first edition stamp kind of because they were printed first the ones with the e's were printed first and then the ones without the E's came in two thousand four mm. later on. Yeah. So it kinda it's kind of like a first edition stamp. Don't say that hey, E reader series is first edition. No, 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 yeah, no. No, 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 no. Don't no. be doing that. Yeah. Don't do that. It's don't just that. it's unique. It's unique. I'm saying the E reader series makes it unique and it's kind of it's similar 
to like a first edition because it it's just shows very, you it's a timestamp. That's it. That's all it is. It's a timestamp. Yeah, it's very much like the Yu-Gi-Oh reprints we we're talking about. Yeah, it's just a timestamp. Square all it logo is. versus Konami banner. Exactly. They're both unlimited, but there's little subtle differences. Like, oh, the word dragon is off to the left on our original. Right. It's off to the right on this 2017 reprint. Right. You wouldn't, you know, a lot of people don't care, don't even get it. But this one's kind of a big deal. It's it's more significant because it's literally an e-reader card and then a standard Pokemon card. But they're the same set, same card. They, like, a lot of people are like, yeah, it's the same thing. Well, yeah, it's just good to know. So <clears> when <throat> you go out there hunting for some of these, if you do. If you see a difference, like, not fake or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's not fake. It's, you know what I mean? Someone asking for an outrageous price, <clears> you can <throat> be like, yo, that's an outrageous price. These are the same cards. This is my offer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So lots of cool stuff. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the thing I was the other thing. So if you guys um, were following uh, Pokemon in the twenty fifth twenty fifth anniversary um, uh, news that they're putting out, they put out a trailer for um, a concert that Post Malone was putting on. So this is going to tie into the EX Ruby and Sapphire that we put on the Pokestars at five. So on um, TikTok, a lot of Pokemon community people. People in the Pokemon community have been talking and saying that inside that trailer that they released with Post Malone for the 25th uh, anniversary of Pokemon, the concert, yeah, um, there's a short clip of Post Malone putting his hand on top of something, and they, it's real quick. And he has three rings stacked on top of his fingers that are ruby, sapphire, and emerald. And then on that... That's crazy. On his fingers that they're showing, and I think it's just three fingers. If I, I'm trying to remember it in my head, but I'm pretty sure it's just three fingers. Uh, the tattoos on his fingers say R E S, Ruby Emerald Sapphire. So, hey, maybe mm. we might start seeing some some Ruby and Emerald and Sapphire reprints out there. These being the uh, 2003 vintage cards, right? Yeah. Maybe we don't see this this print till end of year. Then we're close to 2022. Mm. These cards will be will be really really close to being vintage, being the first ones out there. These will be like having a you know a shadowless charizard you know base set shadowless charizard but in in ruby and sapphire era yeah yeah, yeah. you're not gonna have the vintage like it's been years and years and years but in 2023 it's gonna be a 20 year old card you know what i mean and it's very very vindictive of the old cards it's just a regular hollow Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you have your different choices of reverse or not it's all kinds of cool things you could do there and when People get hip to the other starter Pokemon, like they are just like Neo, Neo Revelations, Neo Discovery, Neo yeah. Genesis. Everyone's getting hip to those Typhlosion for Alligator and um, Meganium. Not so, not so much Meganium, but you know, <laughs> what I mean, they they're they're getting they're getting hip to them. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're, you're starting to see a trend of all the all the starter Pokemon are, up the chain, are yeah. moving up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting close to Ruby and Sapphire, and with with more, it's already close. Six hundred dollars for a Blaziken PSA nine. That's yeah. pretty good. It's underpriced. It's underpriced, but if it goes to that price now, you can only imagine what it goes for once people get hip to it. Yeah. And on my move, to be honest, if I, if I had to make a buying decision tonight, I would just be buying loose packs. Um, just because I really like vintage booster packs. That's just where I am. Um, it's there's something more there's something more nostalgic about the booster packs than the actual cards themselves. For me, at least, it brings back different memories. It's really weird. Um, so yeah, 300 bucks, maybe you get slide in some for like 200, 250, just work those deals, work with good sellers. When you buy in bulk, you get good deals. That's how I got such a good deal on my base set booster box. Right. It's like message the guys like, Hey, I, I mean business. He yeah. was like, he was like, okay. Yeah. Either way, I don't, email. You know I, don't I, mean? I don't really think that <clears throat> I think it's a great spot for EX Ruby and Sapphire. 
to be number one on the poke tire top five um, it's new it's fresh it's new it's fresh and i think you can't go wrong whether you want to really buy talk about you want to buy singles either. of it or you want to buy you want to keep it sealed just in loose packs yeah i think it's it's a win-win for everybody i, I think collector, i the think you could, collector, you could seriously whoever. buy these packs for 300 and by the end of the year i wouldn't be surprised if they're like 375 380 yeah because think about it you're not for gonna, no you're reason not gonna pull you know a, I mean? you're not gonna pull a psa 9 you know hollow blazekin yeah, or you know, hollow, just assume the packs have been searched. You know, out of yeah. out of two packs, because two packs would get you six hundred bucks. Yeah, that that'd be six hundred bucks. So they're three hundred dollars. Yeah, each. So you're not going to pull it in two packs. Yeah, unless you're just extremely extremely lucky. But that's what we're saying. It's it's a great, it's great either way. Like, either way, yeah, yeah really is. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Really cool. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the top five. Sweet episode today. We had a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's a pretty long one. One. Um, hopefully, you, hopefully you guys can kind of see how our minds compare different TCGs, though, and how things we develop our thoughts on things. Because it's like we're not just making stuff up. It's like, hmm, we can see how this brand behaves, right? Like Pokemon Company behaves way different than Bandai. Yeah, you know what I mean. And 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 Konami, <clears throat> Konami, way different, than way different the other than two, yeah. the other two. You know what I mean. And but you can always see similarities and trends. Yes. Um, and that's that's what we really like about it, and that's why I really like that we've diversified the podcast because now hopefully these Pokemon picks make sense to you guys, right? Um, because it's like okay, this totally makes sense, and we kind of went and experimental with the you know the two modern cards in the top five. I don't know how I feel about that, but it's always an option and opportunity. You know, never say no. You should always be like, yeah, it's a possibility. I could do that. Yeah. Don't ever say no because there's always opportunity. And that's why we had to share this type of stuff today. If you guys have made it this far into the podcast, we are like, what, an hour and 45 in? Yeah, my eyes are burning. An hour and 45 in. If you made it this far in the podcast and you guys are not, you have not joined the Discord yet. Please join the Discord because me and Denny have been discussing some possible outcomes of getting some shiny fates out to you guys. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, in, in, in terms of a box break. Um, yep. And this will be completely breaking even. You know what I mean? It would be a completely breaking even. We would not even. be doing this for profit. We would be Making doing it no for profit. entertainment. Yeah, entertainment and just to get you guys product because we know that it's crazy out there. and We know that no one can get product. But if you made it this far, we know that you guys are some serious listeners and we want to help you out. We have means to get some packs. We won't be able to give people like many, many packs, but it's a box break and you will be allowed to buy, you know, packs. Mm -hmm. If you want to participate, please go to the Discord because there will be more information yeah, there. It's going to be a private sale. It's going to be private. We're, we, want, <clears throat> we want only our dedicated listeners, <coughs> our people that support us heavy. We want you guys to win. We want you guys to get these packs, get the cards that you want. Just get a chance at opening something yeah. from Shiny Fates, the 25th anniversary set, something, you know? So, again, join the Discord if you guys want to participate. We're going to be dropping all the updates and news mm -hmm. there. Absolutely. After we discuss some more. Great episode today. It's been a long one. I'm losing my voice because I'm about to choke on some dust or something. <clears throat> yep. Great episode. All right. So, that's it. The news. Shiny Fates. Tune into the Discord. We're not going to be giving details on, like, TikTok or Instagram. It's, it's going to be for... It's going to be for our peeps. Yep. Um, so stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, great episode. We're looking forward to your feedback. We'll see you guys Thursday for the YouTube live stream. Live Make sure you guys tune in for that. Every Thursday. Yep. On we have YouTube. five winners. Five winners on the last live stream. They are going to be getting cards from their favorite sports teams from my massive sports collection. 
we also got like I think we killed it and we got like 24 thumbs up which is like it's like 28 28 thumbs yeah. up so for everyone that participated you guys killed it absolutely Thank smashed you. it yeah so coming into this next week let's hit 30 if we can get 30 thumbs I'd be pretty happy 30 thumbs that's the goal alright guys that is it for today's episode hope you enjoyed later we'll guys we'll see you soon peace <laughs>